Well, it's, um, what is it, August 17th? It's another week later. It's Tuesday. It's a little bit earlier than usual for this. Mm-hmm. But this is a big week for us. Or for you. This is when it's all going down. Yeah. The efficacy evaluation sprays are being made this week up at Nashua and at the Johnson Farm near Ames. So how many insecticides are you testing? I think in total we're looking at 35 treatments this year. So that's alone and in combination. Some have seed treatments, some don't. It's a big mixture of things. So these are all insecticides that are commercially available and some of them are experimental, so they're not labeled yet. We jumped right in. This is a Soybean Aphid podcast. <laughs> this is Dr. Aaron Hodson, and I'm uh, Matt O'Neill. Um, again, for the week of August 17th. We're coming a little bit earlier in the week, in part because for the next 72 hours, you're going to be wearing a Tyvek suit. And Can't wait. Spraying a lot of insecticide. That's awesome. Uh, I'm going to be at a meeting in Washington, D.C., and our students are done pretty much these last two days doing the field work. Um, and what they've seen is very low aphid populations. Again, uh, in Story County, we just got off the phone with one of our students, Steve Longwell. So the highest he saw in the 10 grower fields was 13 aphids on a plant. Yeah. I came back from a field out in, by Harlan, just a little bit north of I-80, getting close to the uh, Nebraska border. We found one, I had a bet with the student that went out with me. He said, there's no way we're going to find a plant with more than 100 aphids. I said, $20 says we will. <laughs> and uh, I didn't find one. I found one with 50, so I thought maybe I'd only owe him $10. But <laughs> he was honest, and he found one with 132. <laughs> but still very low populations. And, but despite that, you're going to go forward with spraying the insecticides. Yeah, I think um, just to to evaluate if there's any phytotoxicity or just anything else that might happen as a result of very low aphid pressure over the season. We'll take a look at yield at the end. Um, We still may see some aphid populations increase, um, maybe at the locations that you're at. You'll keep untreated checks so you'll know how that performs. Yep. The other kind of nice thing about this is we've been doing this for the last six years. So, so far, we haven't seen a lot of variation from year to year in terms of how these perform and that when we spray them uh, depending upon the insecticide you get a, a mortality in the 95 percent range yeah so by doing this kind of year in and year out we get some sense of whether or not resistance is starting to show up which it hasn't yet right but. we haven't seen anything like that Anything else? Well, one thing I wanted to bring up is that if you are in the northern part of Iowa and you are experiencing aphid populations that are kind of creeping up as you begin seed fill, something to keep in mind is that the pre-harvest interval is approaching for some of those fields. And so always be sure to look at the label. The label is going to tell you how many days um, you can apply before harvesting. And most of those products are 28 to 30 days. But there are some other products like Leverage, uh, tombstone, pounce. Tombstone. Tombstone, yep. <laughs> tombstone Helios uh, that have a 45-plus day pre-harvest interval. So just something to keep in mind if you do decide to make a spray at this time. Yeah, getting late in the year. I've noticed in driving around uh, the last couple of days, uh, in some parts of central Iowa, a lot of insecticide has already been put down. You can see the tracks. Yeah. And there's been some aerial applicators up. But not. it doesn't... 
from my little observations, it doesn't look like a lot has been going on this year yeah. compared to years past. Yeah. Anything else we should talk about? Um, Field Day, August 28th, Paul yep. Muggy Farm through PFI. Yep. September 11th, another Saturday, uh, Ron Rossman, the farmer out in Harlan's having Field Day. We'll look at some, do some uh, tours of his farm and look at some aphid resistant soybeans. Mm hmm. Which uh, seem to be holding up pretty well. So yeah, uh, I don't know if I really have anything else. Uh, ICM conference in December, right? Yep. And uh, right names. Yeah, and that we'll be talking about uh, quite a few things. But just thinking about what you're doing this week, you'll be sharing with that audience. Will you share with that audience the insecticide evaluations? Yeah, I think that's it's a nice way to tie in. Uh, people often have questions about new products or formulations, so I can definitely talk about uh, that at ICM. But if you have topics that you're dying to know more about and you might as well get the CEU credits for it anyway, please pass those on to Matt or myself. Yeah, that's a good point. That's great. Uh, I'll be talking, I think the two of us will talk about host plant resistance and how the RAG1 gene performed this year. And we've been looking at RAG2 and combinations of RAG1 and 2 together, mm -hmm. uh, stacked uh, combination. And uh, we'll have data which looks, so far, looks really interesting. It's uh, yeah. really encouraging how well that's performing. So um, should have, even though it's been a low year for aphid populations, we've done some, our students have done a great job uh, making do with artificial infestations, working in cages, working in hot, bad conditions. And, Flooded uh, fields. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they've uh, they've pulled out quite a bit of uh, stuff to share. So mm -hmm. anyway, if that's it, yeah, I think so. Okay, good luck this week. Yeah, Enjoy the you too. Sweaty respirator. <laughs> good timing with your Washington D.C. Yeah, show. sorry about that. <laughs> Not my choice. All right, well, have a good week, everybody. Thanks. See ya. Bye.